Alright guys, so I've been doing a lot of videos about the different types of clone trooper battalions and today I want to take a little detour and talk about a fighting force that fought in the Clone Wars and was around even before the clones arrived. These were the Senate Guards. The Senate Guard, also referred to as the Republic Guard, Blue Guards, the Defenders of Democracy or the original Boys in Blue, was an elite and <laughs> I don't mean to get a lot of hate for that one, but they were the original Boys in Blue, it's true, look at the Phantom Menace. They were an elite security force of the Galactic Republic. Before and during the Clone Wars, they were formed of conscripted men rather than clones. They protected the Galactic Senate and the Supreme Chancellor until Palpatine replaced them with his infamous Royal Red Guards. Next to the Jedi Order, the Senate Guards were seen as the defenders of democracy and symbols of security, especially during the last centuries of the Republic, when there was no standing army. They could also escort senators and dignitaries when needed, such as when they escorted Padme and Duchess Satine during the Clone Wars. They were also frequently present during political talks and negotiations to provide security to those involved, like at the Festival of Light on Mandalore with Duchess Satine again. The best of the Senate Guards would be invited to become a part of the elite Senate Commandos Division who would carry out secret government missions, like we see in some parts of the Clone Wars and that we'll talk about in the second part of this video. Towards the end of the Clone Wars, Palpatine began to phase out the Senate Guards with the clone shock troopers of the Coruscant Guard. This is why the shock troopers searched for Yoda in Episode 3 and not the Senate Guard, even though their fight took place in the Senate building. Senate Guard were easily identified by their blue robes and large helmets that had a plume and open faceplate. Underneath the robes, they wore blue-colored armor, whereas the Senate commandos would forego the robes altogether and simply wore the armor and helmets without the plume. In the final times of the Clone Wars, all Senate guards wore the ceremonial robes less frequently or in a manner that openly showed the armor underneath. Their helmets were also eventually modified with the ceremonial plume removed and the faceplate filled in with a dark visor. Senate guards were armed with a variety of weapons, while in the halls of the Senate or escorting dignitaries, they most frequently carried force pikes as well as blaster pistols or fanciful blaster rifles like the Senate Guard ceremonial blaster rifle. They also utilized more heavy blaster rifles, I should add, such as DC-15As and wooden stock DC-15s. We see these Senate Guards in the background all the time in episodes 1 and 2, but their most famous moment is probably from the Clone Wars when a guard named Argaius betrays the Republic. After the arrest of Viceroy Nuke Gunray, Captain Argaius was sent with a detachment of Senate commandos to interrogate Gunray while he was taken to Coruscant. However, little did the Jedi on the ship know, Dooku had secretly contacted Argyas for his help freeing Gunray and returning him safely to the Separatists. Dooku paid the captain a huge sum to betray his friends, promised him a life outside of the confines of guardsman duty, which Argyas wanted more than anything. He agreed and killed his fellow guards during a Separatist attack on the ship, released Gunray and took him captive as a shield against Commander Gree for the 41st. After a scuffle, Gree is left unconscious and Argyas escapes with Gunray. He later picks up Ventress and arrogantly brags to her about his mission's success and that he was responsible for Gunray's rescue. Ventress has less patience than Vader and impales Argyas, you know, without hesitation with her lightsaber, thus, you know, ending him for good. Now, while the simple betrayal may seem small and trivial, for Yoda it had huge implications. He was particularly disturbed because Argyas' actions revealed that the Republic was surrounded by enemies, even within the Senate Guard. He was 
is also concerned that the Jedi with him didn't sense the betrayal. After the scandal surrounding the betrayal of Captain Argyas, the entire loyalty of the Senate Guard was put into question, which weakened its authority and diminished its reputation. As such, Chancellor Palpatine began using the Royal Red Guard more often, and along with the Jedi oversaw high levels of prisoner transfers. The Senate Guards in general both weren't like Argyas and were extremely loyal to the Republic. We see them when they must protect Chancellor Palpatine against the Zillow Beast when it escapes on Coruscant. Palpatine leaves the Chancellor's office through an emergency escape tunnel and boards the executive shuttle piloted by a Senate Guard. As the shuttle leaves the docking bay, the Zillow Beast grabs it. The Jedi are able to jump the immense height to safety, but Palpatine and the Guard can't. So one of the Guards throws Palpatine onto R2 so he can fly him to safety and escape, but the Guard is killed by the Beast as a self-sacrifice. So they were very loyal that they were willing to die for it, much like the clones and Royal Red Guards. Another case of when some of them died was when Cad Bane and his cronies kill a bunch of them to infiltrate the Senate office building on Coruscant. He then had his droids put on their armor to blend in to enter the building and kill all the guards within their barracks with the thermal detonator. This is one of the coolest episodes of the entire show, so if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend you check it out. By the end of the Clone Wars, Chancellor Palpatine began relying less and less on Senate guards for protection, and more heavily on his own personal unit of Red Guards, which was formed from the ranks of Senate guards and was later also filled with clone troopers. The Royal Red Guard would come to be the Senate Guard's direct successors. So after the formation of the Galactic Empire, the Senate Guard was completely dissolved with its functions taken over by the Royal Guard and Imperial Stormtroopers. So what do you all think of the Senate Guard? They weren't clones, but they were about as close to an army for the Republic apart from the Jedi. At least some of them got to join the Royal Guards and their loyalty only increased from there. Hope you all enjoyed this video. Please leave a like if you did and I will see you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.